Welcome to the Marketing Technology Podcast. News, tools, and tips from marketing technology companies and the marketers using them. Here's Douglas Carr. Welcome to another of our interview series with the Marketing Tech Blog. My name is Douglas Carr, and we have on the line, we have Jess Stevens, the Chief Marketing Officer of Smart Focus. Uh, welcome, Jess. Yeah, and, and and this is really exciting. Uh, Jess and I, of course, before the podcast, you know, we get to we get to know uh, you know who we're talking to, and uh, Smart Focus has actually had a really uh, rich relationship with with the marketing tech blog and and uh, and DK New Media, our agency behind it. Uh, we were, I I think I was one of the first customers in the United States to use their on premise system. Uh, which was light years ahead of of anything in the database marketing industry, um, and in fact, um, Smart Focus had purchased Aztec Intermedia, which was my old employer out in Denver, Colorado, uh, and and uh, boy, I wish I had gotten a percentage of that purchase. That would have been nice. <laughs> and then uh, and then and then we went and helped Email Vision uh, through an investment. Uh, phase of the company and had an incredible time traveling back and forth to uh, to Paris. The company was just electrified. It was it was so exciting um, working with uh, Nick Hayes and the team there. And then um, and then uh, Email Vision bought Smart Focus, but rebranded as Smart Focus. I think because because you guys have a really wide variety of tools and features that really focus on on the marketing industry as a whole, right, Jess? That's exactly it, and the email vision name was becoming um, sort of less relevant to the entire suite that you just mentioned. And you know, Smart Focus is quite a good name, really. <laughs> it it really is. Yes, absolutely. And and for people that don't know, you know, we have a lot of listeners overseas, but stateside, if you haven't heard of Smart Focus, well, one thing you probably have if you're anywhere in the marketing industry, and that's thanks to Jess, right? Because she's the CMO. Uh, but but Smart Focus has really really made deep deep roads in the e-commerce and retail space, and and it's because of the incredible work that they do with data, um, and and Jess. Uh, Maybe we can start off just with a background of you. You were actually an acquisition of Smart Focus, weren't you? Yeah, I, I am. I was. And uh, I suppose I have a, a sort of about as deep a history as you with, with them as well, because before that, I was a client of Smart Focus. So um, before I went into the world of tech entrepreneurship, I was a client side marketer and my technology of choice was always Smart Focus um, or Email Vision at the time. Um, so I had a history with the company Then I went off and there's many escapades in the in the world of startups, and then my latest one being a, a proximity marketing startup called Tag Points. Um, and then, as as luck would have it, some of my old chums from Smart Focus said, "Look, you've really got to come in and talk to us because we're looking to add proximity marketing to our offering because our retail clients need it, um, and it's it's you know it's a really important step for digital marketing and contextualization these days." And that was a year ago, and uh, I got the role of CMO in the acquisition. So I was like, "Yeah, that's going to work. <laughs> Let's do it." Uh, that's fantastic. I, so we have we have an incredible entrepreneur on the phone too. So someone who feels our pain. <laughs> <laughs> so and, and we love celebrating the reward aspect of it too. That that uh, that you joined that team. That's that's incredible. And, proxim- and proximity marketing is skyrocketing now. It's being one of those. One of those additional data sources that that people are um, that 
you know, the more advanced companies are really taking into consideration is not just your behavior on the web, but, you know, your behavior around stores and what you're doing within the stores too, right? Yeah, I love that you, you get it and you set it up that way because so often we get people miss, uh, having the misconception that it's it's more like a new channel that you can use to blast your customers when they're walking through your store with their smartphone you know, in their hand. And it's really, really not about that. It's so much more exactly, as you said, about data collection, about enhancing the image you have of your customer uh, based on every single data source you can acquire. So that's why it was a really smart move for Smart Focus to, to go in that direction. We uh we we recently uh, shared a uh, infographic and it was on just the the back to school shopping period, which is of course huge uh, in the e-commerce. I think it's the number two um, event in the United States from an e-commerce spending standpoint, and um, and proximity marketing is finally starting to make its way uh, into that you know purchase behavior, and and it's kind of a cool simple way, but. Um, you know, the schools over here typically give out lists uh, to people and, and say, you know, here's all of the supplies that you have to purchase. And some of the some of the retailers, like I think Target and, and a couple of others now, y- you can literally walk in the store and they have internal mobile apps that will help you walk through your list and obtain all your material, which is really, really as a as a as a dad myself, and and uh, and I was a I was a single dad. My kids are in college now, but I can tell you it was absolute torture walking through um, walking through back to school sales and trying to uh, fight for all of the you know material that I needed to get the kids. And that's and that's what a lovely use case that is of of the technology actually solving a problem and making the experience easier. And that's about, and that's really it, right? I, I, we have had a lot of people on the show and, and the, you know, the companies that really understand what this is about is about making that unique customer experience. They realize that when you're able to guide a consumer through a purchase that they want and you're able to do it easier um, they don't complain online. They don't yell and scream. They don't abandon their shopping cart. They don't, you know, th- that's when you maximize your sales, right? Yeah, absolutely. Fashion emergency hotline. The car, my kids, they're covered in frosting. Okay, slow down. What happened? We were going to a birthday party. I put the cake on the back seat. I didn't think they could reach it from their car seats. Kids do have a knack for getting what they want. What am I going to do? What you need to do is go to Old Navy. Old Navy? Yes, right now kids in baby clothes are up to 50% off. You'll be able to get those little rugrats looking spick and span for next to nothing. But hurry, the sale ends soon. Thank you. Don't thank me. Thank Old Navy. Bella, 5-1 to 5-19. Select styles. Certain restrictions apply. See store for details. And, and, you know, to add to that, we, we've got a stat recently that we found out that there are now 800 possible customer journeys that can be taken through research to purchase to receiving the goods and using the goods. Like 800 possible journeys because of the, the way we all interact now, the hyper-connected society, the, the um, element of choice. If you are able to, as a brand, penetrate that and, and make it so much easier for your customer, then you're going to get more sales. So, And those are the brands that are going to win. Oh, and it's such an important thing uh, because, year, you know, even just a few years ago, what we were, you know, we were mapping out six customer journeys, <laughs> you know, and we would we would somehow predict or guess, you know, well, after they, you know, liked us on Facebook, you know, and we followed up with an email three weeks later. Uh, ugh, 
it was garbage because it, it, it was mostly on, on, on the marketer side to figure out, but not on the data side to figure out of what the consumer wanted. That's exactly it. And, and so, uh, so I want to I make a big deal, too, about smart focus on the other side, too. Um, the ease of use uh, for database marketing, I can tell you that even nowadays for marketers sitting there listening to this podcast and you're utilizing query tools and you're, and you're you know, having problems with cleansing and integration and, and, and everything else, this is where Smart Focus is just, I believe, light years ahead of other companies. And I think every company that I ever showed the tool to um, who wasn't aware of it was blown away by the user experience uh, within the tool. Drag and drop, you know, Venn diagrams and 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 uh, and just incredible, you know, rich queries that happen in split seconds because of the database technology. I mean, Smart Focus really is the premier data tool out there to be utilized for by marketers, isn't it? Oh, yeah, you said it, right? That's exactly, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, as a, as a client-side marketer myself, and um, having bought the product, I did it because I didn't want to go send a ton of data off, have an analyst look at it for six weeks and then send me something back that by that point was useless. Um, and also I didn't want to have wrestle with my IT department to hook up my CRM program with, you know, my analytics. I just really wanted the data there and then, actionable, immediate, off the shelf. And that's exactly how the tool's been created. So it's all like super visual, as you say, drag and drop, immediate off-the-shelf segments, or you can create your own sub-segments. Because that's the other thing is that a lot of these, um, even big marketing software companies still deal with kind of like, they call them relational tables, and they're very they're very restrictive. Um, this, on the other hand, is based on big data and the uh, big data storage. And the important thing about that is that you don't need to know the questions you want to ask. Because a lot with a relational table, you need to say, yes, yeah, set that up like that because I need to know what my, you know, 18 to 30 year old women are doing on a Thursday. Well, that might be the question you wanted to ask in March 2015. But hey, it's now November. You're, you know, Black Friday's just gone crazy. You don't know what's going to happen and you don't know what questions you're going to need to ask of your data. Um, and that's that problem is what this whole system's been designed around is the ultimate flexibility of the marketer to just get in there and, and immediately see what's going on. Are you a marketing technology company looking to increase your market share? Contact Doug and his team at DK New Media for information on their public relations, search engine marketing, and content strategies, including a dedicated show on this podcast. Email info at dknewmedia.com. And Jess, you actually have some exciting news uh, to share uh, via Forrester, right? Yeah, that's Yes, absolutely. As of today, at the time of recording this, and we've just been named in a Forrester's wave for real-time interaction management, which I can tell you is just a huge deal for us um, because it really marks um, the kind of culmination of everything that's been going on in the last sort of four or five years for Smart Focus. You know, transitioning from uh, an email-only companies, you know, like six, seven years ago into a data, then social, then uh, personalization, and then proximity company, and putting all those in together into our message cloud, which is a, you know, a beautifully omni-channel functioning piece of kit. And Forrester have recognized that, and um, we got especially good marks for our um, current offering, which is the, the message cloud, um, against the competition. So, yeah, we are 
we're, we're a strong performer in that and we are absolutely thrilled to pieces with it. Oh, and well-deserved too. I, I mean, uh, like I said, I think the company is just amazing. The technology is, is so far ahead of, of the competition in that space. I mean, uh, we, we work with a lot of different, you know, email vendors and we work with a lot of different messaging companies. Uh, but I can still say to this day that I haven't seen someone come close um, when it comes to, you know, just taking mounds of data and, and, and you know, getting the information that you need to, to execute the campaigns that you want out of it. That's awesome. I mean, yeah, and, and I think the what's also been added on in, say, the last 18 months to two years has been that real-time capability as well. Um, so rather than things being based on workflow, this marketer's best guess concept, more based on decisioning and, and things happening in the, med- in the immediate, depending on what the customer is actually doing. Um, our, the entire ethos of the whole platform is built that way. Um, so these 800 customer journeys, you don't have to second guess every single one of those. You can just set the system up to react in the moment and the relevant content will go to the right person based on all of that heavy lifting that's been done by the system. Um, so, yeah, I mean, of course, there's always the choice for the marketer to override it and say, you know what, I just really need to shift a ton of these pink shoes that I've got in stock or whatever but ultimately that the intelligence beneath that will will help um, especially retail brands um, sell more oh that's uh, I, and uh, I'm so excited I can't I can't even talk um, <laughs> that tells you how much of a geek I am um, well at, at, you know in eight year level Jess and you are you know I mean you get to work with and direct, you know, some of the greatest CMOs, you know, in in the world as far as people that are people that are executing global brands and mm-hmm. uh, and and are working, you know, across cultures and across, um, you know, across regulations and across, you know, across oceans. Of course, um, what are you seeing as as a CMO that's watching this, uh, you know, exciting shift in the industry to this real time? Um, decision making, you know, who who are the leaders in the space, and 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 how are they utilizing smart focus to propel them, you know, forward against their competitors? Well, I, I see two interesting trends here. The first um, is that the early adopters of this are retail, um, and and the reason they're doing it is because I think retailers are so you know I'm not talking about pure play e-commerce. I'm talking about brick and mortar plus online retailers. Um, they are are realizing that 90% of their sales still happen in store and they don't have the same amount of visibility against those that they do on their online purchases and they want to hook all of that up into this you know single point of truth about their entire business practice so we're seeing i mean you know customers like Levi's are doing incredible things Macy's are doing incredible things um, the other thing that we're seeing is a kind of what i call a direct to customer approach so this is either from like FMCG brands or um, or perhaps maybe like airports or shopping malls who previously wouldn't have actually owned the customer. I mean, if you think about a shopping mall, they have all this anonymous footfall, but they don't really have a relationship with that end consumer. You know, some of the best of them maybe have a Facebook with a you know, couple of you know, 10, 20,000 likes or whatever, and they use that as their marketing platform. But what they're seeing is that through um, 
marketing through something like the message cloud and contextualization via mobile, via email, via the whole thing, that they can actually tie that whole journey up and start owning that customer relationship. And of course, there's huge value in that for them. So we're, we're seeing an emergence of these, yet new, like I say, airports, malls and, and FMCG brands that are saying, hey, you know what, I, I need to know that customer and I need to own them um, and own the relationship. And that's really exciting to be able to facilitate that as well. And and again, uh, you know, it should be said that that when you're able to do that, when you're able to absolutely give the customer the user experience that they're looking for, um, that's when everything else works in line, right? The the social media aspect of you know echoing the customer voice now it's a friendly voice, you know, and not not a distressed voice or an unhappy one, and so it it I think people underestimate the omni-channel aspect of you know utilizing tools like this and creating that personalized customer journey because it it really does just just masterfully um stop the noise you know and 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 really get the customers um you know obviously spending money but but customers typically want to spend money they just don't want all the hassle and they don't want to guess and they don't want to navigate and find you know so when you when you put the purchase in front of them or the next step in front of them that they were looking forward to, uh, they're a happy customer. Yeah, that's that's exactly it, and 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 that's where our approach to the omni-channel comes in. In that, you know, being able to change what your customer sees on your website based on what they did in store with you today, that's powerful. And, and with the customers that are doing that, our customers that are doing this sort of cross-channel personalization, they are seeing a huge uplift. Um, in their response rates like you know really crazy like two three four x what you'd normally expect um because the the customers are getting exactly that experience you just just mentioned there you know uh, they're being recognized and they're being treated differently and they like it infographics and white papers continue to lead search and content strategies throughout the web DK New Media researches, designs, and promotes the best informational graphic and most well-produced white papers in the industry. Contact Doug and his team at DK New Media for additional information. Email info at DK New Media. I think a lot of people on the on the media side, you know, think it's creepy and they, they think it's, you know, more data and, you know, uh, less privacy. Um, but quite honestly, I, I think consumers are really tired of just being a number and they, they don't want to be, you know, like everybody else. They want that unique experience. Yeah, and we did a survey to that effect, a consumer survey um, of U.S. and uh, U.K. respondents. And it, it also changes depending on age, funnily enough. The, the younger you are, so let's say, take millennials, so anyone born in the 80s and, and since then, essentially, um, they understand that there is a value interchange at when they give up their personal details so I want to say personal details I mean like an email and uh, access location access on a mobile phone for example um, they know that if they give up those things then in return they get discounts they get more personalized content and they are willing to do that for brands that they love um, so in, in a way this is kind of like ultimate loyalty play for those loyal customers who you want to treat very differently um, but yeah, but even to, to anonymous customers that turn up, there are things that you can do to personalize a web visit, for example, um, based on data that you know about them, that is not creepy, that is not invading anyone's privacy, but still just makes the experience better. Um, so that's what we aim for is that, you know, whether it's a, a first time visit, a second time visit, a known customer visit, a VIP visit, 
that the experience is always relevant to that person that is landing in, in whatever real estate that of yours that they are landing in. And and can you kind of talk about all of the, you know, so you talked about messaging, obviously, proximity marketing, um, you know, database and CRM. Um, but can you talk about, you know, when someone signs up with the, you know, the full message cloud, the suite of smart focus, um, what, you know, if they're working with all individual companies right now, what do they get to throw away when they when they capitalize on smart focus, the enterprise? Yes, yeah, so we at the moment the deals that we are signing, we tend to uh, we tend to be able to get rid of sort of between two and seven providers, depending on you know how vended up the the uh, the purchaser is. So um, obviously ESP, we still a, a great ESP. We send more than five billion emails a year. Um, uh, oh, no, ten times that, fifty five billion emails a year. Should, should I say? Um, and uh, we also have a strong personalization tool. Um, so any anyone who uses personalization software, um, that that's not needed anymore. We also have a, a dynamic email tool. Um, a lot of uh, companies use a separate tool for this, and that means that um, emails um, optimize when they are opened, not when they're read. Uh, sorry, other way around. Emails optimize when they are read, not when they are sent by the marketer. So I'll give you a good example of that. If the marketer sends a campaign on a Friday containing a particular product, but by Saturday that product's been so popular it's sold out, and the customers who open it on Saturday, they don't see that sold out product, which would lead to disappointment. They would see, the, see a replacement product automatically. Um, so there are some third party companies that do that, but we do that within the ESP part of the message cloud. Um, so that's, yeah, ESP uh, personalization, of course, um, the data piece uh, and, and also sometimes attribution modeling within that as well uh, can be done. So, yeah, when you start adding it up. Um, and then, oh, yeah, of course, uh, proximity and any companies who've already engaged with proximity uh, software or hardware, they tend to use ours because our proximity solution doesn't need any hardware. Um, so people have heard a lot about beacon and, and, and beacon installations. Well, the problem with actual those small battery powered beacons is that they can be quite flaky. So we, we use a system that doesn't need any hardware and through geo positioning and something called sensor fusion, where you essentially have an algorithm that adds up all of the inputs into a phone uh you can position somebody in store wow um, yeah i know it's powerful it's really cool um so with all of those things in mind that we can displace about you know six or seven vendors in one go and that's also what has been attractive about us to our, especially our most recent and, and large deals is that um you know companies are sick of of you know navigating between systems they just want one thing to do it all um you know channels are merging we live in a different world now and and our software has been designed to not just keep up with that but sort of stay ahead of the curve wow uh i and and i'm i'm gonna have to sign up for a demo again just to see the latest and greatest (laughs) it's been way too long looks like you already visited at home this spring the patio looks great but why the makeover because we're hosting the block party, because Sunday dinners moved outdoors, because, oh, Hunter's graduation and Emily's baby shower, and because sometimes I can just sit back and enjoy it. Explore At Home's expanded selection of patio decor, like cushions starting at $9.99 and garden themes from modern to coastal. At Home, the home decor superstore. Any style, any budget, any reason to redecorate. Visit one of our three Austin-area at-home superstores today. Uh, well, thank you, thank you so much for spending this time, and it, it's it's such an important message. And I, you know, the other thing too that I think people are underestimating is, um, 
how many companies are moving to uh, e-commerce uh, online? You know, it, we're not even talking traditional retail businesses now. You know, service companies, everything else. You know, if you watch um, Home Advisor and Angie's List and and things like that, you know, they're providing, they're becoming. You know, uh, the e-commerce is their fastest growing segment where people are actually, you know, purchasing home repair, you know, services and everything else. And I think this is this is uh, an important lesson to everybody that you have to start thinking about your business, not just as a, you know, having a web brochure or anything like that. But even if you're not a traditional retail business, you're probably going to be in the e-commerce business eventually. Uh, if you if you aren't already, and these tools, you know, to measure this and to to utilize these tools uh, to take all those different angles are are going to help you build. You know, you mentioned those eight hundred different you know customer journeys. So important, so important. Absolutely. Well, Jess, next time you're stateside, I I I, I have to get together with you. I have to learn about um, what events that you'll be at and everything else. I I look forward to seeing you speak uh, and 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 obviously seeing more great things from Smart Focus. Thanks so much for spending your time today. Absolutely, thank you. Guys. And 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 where you know just as the last you know obviously people can find you at uh, Smart Focus on Twitter and Smart Focus uh, they can just search. Uh, on Google, is there anywhere else any any new publications or demos or events that you'd like to promote? Um, do you know what? Not stateside at the moment. Um, in in Europe, we have a, n- a number coming up, um, and then yeah, uh, we, we in fact we just at the end we were at the end of a big run of events in the states. I was speaking in Seattle for a week, uh, Seattle, Washington, just uh, just a month ago. So oh, <laughs> fantastic! Done my USA tour. Um, so, yeah, I'll be back next year, without a doubt. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Oh, and Jess, where, where can people find you online? Oh, yeah. Um, so you can get me on LinkedIn. I'm Jess Stevens on LinkedIn. Or um, my Twitter is at Jess Stevens, one word. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Jess. Thank you so much. Speak to you soon. Subscribe online at marketingtechblog.com. Subscribe to our email, download our app, or follow us on social media.